Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the live broadcast. My name is Ryan Treasure. We're coming at you live from the 2016 New Living Expo right here in San Mateo, California at the San Mateo Event Center. We've been interviewing some of the uh, expo members and people here with booths as well as some of the uh, keynote speakers today. And uh, coming up now, I have Lori McDonald, clinical hypnotherapist. Lori, thanks so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Awesome. You know, Jeff is the owner of the company, brought uh, your DVD and your card and your fantastic self over here from uh, booth number 248. So if you guys come to the event, go check out Lori's booth at booth number 248. And we were just kind of having a quick chat just before the interview. Uh, I'm just learning a little bit about what Lori does. And uh, it's a kind of a little outside of my normal realm of things that I talk about live on the radio, um, although I'm a great interviewer. So let me just start off here and let's uh, talk a little bit about your background and kind of set the tone you know, who is Lori? And then we can kind of move into um, some of your extraterrestrial components and some of the uh, abduction phenomenon things that you're working on. Sure. I am a clinical hypnotherapist and have been since 1995. I work out of Sacramento, California with True Hypnotherapy, and I run the Sacramento Alien Abduction and Contactee Support Group, and that's one of California's largest support groups we meet every month to discuss the different encounters people have. Oh, that's really cool. Do you guys have, uh, is it like a bunch of members, or is there some anonymity to some of that? Well, I have um, anonymous members, but I have well over 100 registered members, and they speak freely. A lot of them are authors. Some of them are in you know, high technology and right. they keep more anonymous. <laughs> and so um, these are individuals that have had their own kind of abduction experience or, right. or either an abductee or okay. a contactee. An, okay. abduct, an abductee is somebody who has taken against their will, generally for nefarious reasons. And they report things such as the removal of tissue and the you know, harvesting of genetics scary very scary <laughs> very scary and they have very little control over the situation and then there are those who have a contact experience that's more pleasant with an altruistic being right they feel very loved and nurtured and then there's the ones that just have this straight up you know telepathic communication they say they hear extraterrestrials and they get information from them and if you look around the expo today we have a lot of people who are channeling specific information so there are you know, worldwide, there's been about 280 million people who have come forth and said that they've had some type of extraterrestrial encounter. That's a huge number. Based on a 4% value system of the right. Earth. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, absolutely huge. But I'm up on the uh, mental health referral list for MUFON. So when they have an investigation team go out and do a story, and if there's been an abduction and the person needs a little assistance, they send them to me. I'm also uh, on the board of directors for an organization you called... Got a lot of stuff um, going on. Right. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Opus, and that's the understanding for paranormal support. And I'm also a therapist for an organization called Free. It's the Edgar Mitchell Foundation into Extraterrestrial uh, Encounters. And, and everybody who's involved in this particular committee... A plethora of interdisciplinary scientists and doctors, both social scientists and more tech science, all of them are experiencers. All of them have had their experiences with extraterrestrials, including the astronauts. Oh, wow. 
So what exactly are you finding as you are doing, you know, research with the different groups of people as it relates to, um, I guess what, what I kind of comes to mind for me is I, I'm interested in, you know, how do people deal with, uh, you know, that experience that they have? And then, of course, I know each each uh, experience, depending on whether they were abducted or had, uh, you know, right. uh, communication or contact or whatever the case may be, probably has a different, you know, maybe uh, uh, like result on your psyche for how you well, deal with sure. that. So maybe just expand a little bit about like you know what are some of the byproducts of some well, of these experiences initially that your reality is challenged your reality is challenged the world as you know it has been challenged and when you find yourself face to face eye to eye contact with an extraterrestrial you're going to be really thrown very few are psychologically prepared to handle such an encounter so they're questioning is this true is this not true and then when they find out that they've come to their determination that it is true mm -hmm. they begin to question a lot of other things in the world um, and try they try to de there's an awakening process frankly so once somebody's reality is challenged and they accept the fact that there are other beings that live in multiple dimensions and frequencies throughout the universe once they've accepted that their consciousness begins to expand I see statistically that people who have this experience have an increased ability for psychism and I don't know if it's because they are thinking higher, moving right. out, not limiting themselves to the regular third dimension world. They're really seeing the multiple dimensions. And yeah, so they're seeking. They become seekers. There are those that are very traumatized and they go through therapy with a certified clinical hypnotherapist, somebody who's got the information to help them. Someone like you. Somebody like yeah. me or any of the other therapists on the MUFON mental health referral list or free or OPUS, whoever, right. but find help. That's the key. Get some support because sometimes these people are ostracized by friends and family, even have had some experiencers terminated, fired from their jobs for speaking about their experience, which is wrong yeah <laughs> well and if it's an abduction you know clearly this is against uh, our human rights yeah that has to be probably the hardest one to deal with uh, mentally first and any individual right. knowing that they were you know either moved from the location that they were at to a location you know either here oh, or right they experience or, missing time right they're put back somewhere else sometimes they come back with somebody else's clothing or the clothing is on inside out or all of these indicators that something went wrong but we also have lots of reports of what are called screen memories. So there are about eight or nine main screen memories. So we see them come up, but uh, they're covering up the truth. So when right. we go under the layers, we can uncover what really is happening. And is that kind of probably something that's, you know, maybe inserted at a metaphysical level from those entities as a veil so people don't really realize or remember like what actually happened to them so there's like implanted memories or something like Absolutely. that that you know kind of uh, eases their ability or not I wouldn't say ease it but makes it to where maybe they don't run around trying to explain all of these right. things that have happened to them well you're absolutely right because this is the deal when you shake up somebody's core belief system and you challenge their world and challenge their reality challenge their God you throw them off balance and yeah. we risk creating some type of mental distress so we really like freak out listen I'm treating somebody right now the reason he's coming to me is because he's having a difficult time dealing with the chemtrails because he feels powerless. He's determined that these are being sprayed and he's coming for anxiety for that. 
There, so you can see that change in the world mm -hmm. creates anxiety in people if there's not a smooth transition. Yeah, and I can only imagine, obviously, not going through an experience like that myself. But if one individual is having anxiety over some chemtrails that's going on, I can I can't even fathom the type of anxiety that might be created from someone who is physically abducted from their home or and and and, or you know, car. and, and, and who knows what was going on or you know, and then maybe they don't even know right what was going on well, because right. they were you know implanted some memories and not exactly sure what happened. And, uh, and not that's not the only thing implanted. We find that a lot of abductees have implants in their body. Um, like, a, like a physical piece of technology? That's correct. Wow. Um, and some of these implants actually admit a radio signal, which is terrifying because that type of technology in the body, it's not... It's no longer just a tracking device for them to, you know, monitor the people they've abducted. It's to actually send now a command. Yeah, well, we're you, metaphysical beings, and we run on some type of a wavelength. And any interruption in those frequencies and wavelengths, right. I, I absolutely right. And <laughs> oh, so, yeah. and when I'm hypnotizing somebody, I like to take them below the beta brain wave, which is what we're speaking in now. I want to go into the alpha and theta brain waves, and I feel that the abductions happen during those same brain waves that they have the ability to recreate them, allowing us. Mm -hmm. to think we're in the dream state or become compliant. So we think we're just dreaming so we don't resist. Oh, I'm having a weird alien UFO dream. Well, <laughs> when they can simulate that type of frequency, they have the ability to manipulate us. So we have to learn self-control. Is that kind of also some of the ways that you would, you know, try to, you know, extract, I guess, information from one of the people that have gone through these things is to kind of remove them from their regular wavelength and bring them down a little lower. Does that help to block out, you know, some of the other components that might have been, you know, put there from those entities and allow them to, uh, I guess, uh, I get, I get to manifest those memories that were there that they didn't know that were there right well they what they're trying to do is they create a screen memory to block us from finding out the truth right the screen memories are easily recognized by a trained therapist and we can remove them so therefore lifting the veil and allowing the person to see what happened all memories are stored in the subconscious right and so we don't always have access to them. I hear people tell me all the time, I've forgotten or I don't have a good memory. And so no, everything is there. It's just access. Nice. So it's how we learn to access those. So memories. are you guys able to completely remove the veil so that way they're able to uh, to bring up those uh, those thoughts and those um, those I have memories? Many times. Okay, and then it comes into the consciousness where you're not under a hypno state anymore. You're able to dial those up just That's right. as, as a re as a normal regular thoughts. That's right, and they, oh. well, they become your true memory. It, and then the memory becomes more elaborate, more details are filled in as it begins yeah, to Yeah, so I in. guess that, I, and thank you for filling that in because I had always kind of thought that I know the memories are always there mm -hmm. and then using hypnotherapy, you can get in there and extract some of those memories. But right. I had always thought that that was the only way to gain access. So if you wanted to get back to that space, then you had to go back under hypnotherapy again no. to retain those. So there's a way to actually, you well, know, move from having those in, in, the, in the subconscious and then removing the, uh, the screen memories and then allowing those ones to shine through a absolutely. normal consciousness. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, moving into the subconscious mind or the superconscious mind where we have different memories, <laughs> which are higher thought processes. Um, yeah, it's, it's very empowering. And it really allows a person to understand more about themselves. 
people don't know what they are or who they are. So when they're dealing with the phenomena of extraterrestrials, it makes it difficult for the mainstream person. Most people don't even realize what a human is. I hear all the time, oh, a person or a gender. Not so. Human. Hue is an ancient word for light or saturation of light or a density of light, a way to measure light. Man is short for manifestation, to be embodied or to come into the physical or to be created. A human is a light embodied entity. We just are the light behind the eyes that live in the body for a very short time. We don't even live as long as a tree. I mean, so we really don't. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> you know, when you look at it that way. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, you know, there are lots we're of We're not things. as interconnected as trees are either. No, we're not. <laughs> we, well, we are, but it's subtle energies, and we're not aware of it because we learn to block them all the yeah, time. it's mostly on that, that frequency wavelength. Right, and well, not, we're easily distracted by shiny things. Yeah, I always think about, um, you know, like here in Northern California, like the redwood forests, and those redwoods, each and every single one of those are all interconnected underneath the earth by their roots, and they're all literally one living being but they're physically connected rather than like human beings are you know not physically connected but they're you know connected over a wavelength and so yeah you're right it is it gets blocked a lot of time i think that's the reason for miscommunication <laughs> right right well and that goes back all the way to the tower of babel where they deliberately created miscommunication to stop the unification of humanity because that would allow us to connect and raise our vibrational frequency therefore completing the ascension process scientists tell us today that we're in the higher third dimension moving into the fourth and the third dimension as we know it is slipping away as the universe is expanding everything grows so as we move into the fourth dimension we do need to be awakened to these other realities and learn the protocol on how to deal with them understanding our consciousness mass consciousness and how we can connect to that so do you think some of those the growth processes on the humanity side, you know, is, are these beings and these extraterrestrials, are they coming here in a manner to try to slow that ascension for some reason, purpose? They're, they're afraid of what hum humanity can create if we were able to become one. So they come and, you know, and, and, and interject on our ability to, to move forward. There are multiple agendas why they come. It depends on which ETs are coming. Um, the very loving, beautiful, altruistic ones are not supposed to interfere. They're supposed to allow us our natural unfoldment and allow us to create or get to the human attainment that we're supposed to be without their interference. The ones that are coming and doing the genetic harvesting, they're trying to create a hybridization, a hybrid of a human and gray alien and allowing them to have an ascension process. The greys don't have a soul. They live eight, nine hundred, a thousand years old, and then they die. We are eternal beings. So they're trying to create this hybrid that will take their uh, components and our essence. So far, they're not that successful because the hybrids... Their technology is not that good. <laughs> well, no, you know what? Their technology is not that good. Yeah. You know, which is uh, good for us because we see that they can make mistakes. Yeah. But we know that they're manipulative. And as long as we don't have any fear whatsoever, we, be, we maintain our personal empowerment, then there's really very little they can do. Well, that 
is very enlightening, you know, from a person, I've been doing media for 20 years of my life. I've done uh, a lot of stuff with Voice America over the last 15 years, um, working with empowerment radio shows and seventh wave based radio shows. And, uh, you know, we had a radio show from uh, the guy who wrote books on Bigfoot and extraterrestrial and beings. And, you know, I've had a lot of interaction with those, but never have I had somebody sit down and kind of break it down in a, you know, metaphysical hypnotherapist kind of way to make you understand some of those things. So I appreciate uh, your time, Lori, uh, talking about this. Why don't you let our listeners know where they can find out a little bit more information about you, your products and services, and then, of course, the content that you're creating as well. They can check out my website at www.trueyouhypnotherapy.com and can follow me on Twitter at at Lori's True You. Awesome. Well, Lori, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're broadcasting live right here at the uh, 2016 New Living Expo. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to jump back right after these messages.